So what happens when you tell yourself you're only going to have one cookie, you know, you've been eating really well, you deserve to have that one cookie, and then suddenly you realize that you've had the whole package? Why does that happen? And it's such a common thing when I talk with my clients that they really relate to. So I thought I would take a few minutes today, walk you through what happens and why those cravings seem like overpowering and we can't stop once we get started because it's actually just your body working for you. You're listening to Healthy Mumpreneurs Get Wealthy podcast with Kathy Richards, RD. As a registered dietitian with over 20 years of experience, I've helped thousands of people get healthier and ultimately wealthier. And now it's your turn, busy mumpreneur. In this podcast, I'll be sharing with you my self-love journey back to health after years of stress and challenges, including living with a spouse with mental illness, suffering a concussion, learning to live with post-concussion syndrome, illnesses in my family, a death in my family, divorce, and more illnesses in my family. And all this with three kids under the age of 10. If anyone can show you how to thrive and not just survive through challenges and setbacks, it's me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Healthy Mompreneurs Get Wealthy. Super glad that you guys are here. Thanks for listening. I love getting feedback from you. So if you do have feedback from previous episodes or if you have questions you want me to answer, just hop into my DMs on Instagram and let me know. And I'm happy to do episodes on different topics. So I've been moving away a bit from the intuitive eating series. That is still my focus. I'm still moving my practice to that approach because I know that that's what works. But for today's episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about cravings and three reasons why cravings may feel like they run your life. And this is something that comes up with a lot of my clients. I myself experience it as well from time to time. So I want to really break it down and give you three reasons why those cravings are happening and three easy things that you can do to stop the cravings from having the control. Okay, so stay tuned. That's what I'm going to cover today. Before we get into things, I thought I would do a quick life update. What's happening? So back a month ago, yeah, exactly a month ago, this week, I reconcussed myself. So I've been off screens, um, not showing up as much on social media, just trying to get through work days, have time with the kids, and getting lots of sleep. So right now I'm averaging over nine hours of sleep most days, and that seems to be what my brain needs. So part of being an intuitive eater and intuitive living is really that I'm, I have so much more awareness of my body and the feedback that it gives. And that's kind of like the gift I got from my first concussion back in 2019. You have to be a lot more present and you can't just kind of ignore your body. You can, but if I ignore my body too long, then that puts me into post-concussion syndrome symptoms 
headaches, you know, not being able to read with my kids, read bedtime stories. That's one of their favorite things. We always kind of have a series that we follow. Um, so if you have any good kids series, let me know. We've done Magic Misfits. We've done Strange Worlds Travel Agency. My sister's a great resource as an educational person um, in a school board that she gives me all these great ideas for for series. Right now we're in uh, Wendy Mass's series, um, 11 Birthdays. So it's kind of like time travel and things too. So, so fun. But if I if I don't listen to my body and I push myself too far, then I'm not able to do the things I want to do. So that's really the gift of the concussion. And also the gift of intuitive eating is is trusting the body and getting back to listening to what our body's telling us. So when you have cravings, as uncomfortable as that feels or as out of control as that feels, a lot of my clients will describe it as feeling kind of like a like a big wave, like it's all or nothing, right? It's all consuming when that craving hits. That's your body giving you feedback. So that's a great chance for you to get curious. Instead of furious for having a craving, just get curious of what's happening and what's what's causing that craving to come. So number one reason why I see my clients experiencing cravings is they're not eating enough throughout the day. So quite often that will present itself as having cravings in the evening um, for primarily like carbohydrate kind of foods, but that could be sweet or that could be savory. But, you know, and sometimes my clients that are trying intermittent fasting or different things, if they come to me doing something, my job is not to make them wrong If they feel that it's supporting them, I can continue to support them, but also integrate a bit of the intuitive eating approach with them in whatever way that they're choosing to eat. Because everyone's just making choices based on what they think is best for themselves. But what I see often is if it's nighttime hunger coming, if it's really hunger, okay? So number one, we want to make sure, hmm. Did I eat consistently through the day? Did I get a balance of protein, fat, carbohydrate at my meals? If you need help with that or you want to see a quick example of that, go to my website, kathyrichardsrd.com. Go in the resource or book section and I have a free downloadable um, grab-and-go lunch guide which walks you through what that PFC method looks like. It's a way to eat to stabilize our blood sugar which also helps our hormones work with us to burn energy and not store energy. So that's number one. If you're having cravings, we've got to look back like, are you eating consistently through the day? And some people will say, well, as soon as I start to eat, I'm hungry. So I really delay my eating, you know, because as soon as I eat, I'm hungry two hours later. That's normal. You know, we want to eat every three to four hours to keep our our blood sugar stable and our energy consistent. So again, that's feedback from the body. The body is so smart. It gives us all this feedback, right? So number one, you're not eating enough during the day. Number two reason that I see people having cravings, lack of sleep. Okay, so I shared a few minutes ago that I'm averaging over nine hours of sleep and that seems to be what I need to keep my headaches and other symptoms at bay. The ideal 
adult, you know, should aim for seven to nine hours of sleep. For females, the research is pretty clear. Around eight hours is ideal, if not a bit more. If we don't get enough sleep, that triggers the appetite and satiety hormones to change. So when we're tired, the body's trying to get us to have energy, right? So that will make our appetite bigger because it's trying to get us to have something and that can often be a craving that results in us craving something that's carbohydrate because the body wants that quick source of energy to keep it going. So as much as we can, we need to really support our body and getting enough sleep. That's when the body does so much of its repair process. And I don't think I I understood how much sleep was needed or how beneficial it was until I got my concussion. And as moms and as parents, I know it's hard. It's hard to get enough sleep when you have little ones and the sleep is interrupted. And now I can feel it. Like if I have a night where my sleep's interrupted because I still have, you know, pretty young kids from 6 until 10. Um, So sometimes they wake up in the night and they've got some challenges, you know, they live in two houses that can make things a bit challenging. And then their sleep is interrupted, which interrupts my sleep. I can definitely see that I have more cravings the next day, especially if I'm not honoring my hunger and eating on a regular basis. Okay, so number one, If you're not eating enough, that will lead to cravings. Number two, if you're not sleeping enough, that can lead to cravings as well. The third one may surprise you. If you've decided to eat clean, which isn't actually a thing, like, you know, there used to be memes and things on the internet, right? Like about washing food. I support eating like as close to the farm as possible, eating less processed foods, but with food insecurity presenting now for a lot of people, what food you can get access to is still going to be beneficial, right? So, you know, I'll buy frozen things to save money, frozen vegetables, frozen fruits. And that's still, you know, getting us closer to the nutrition, right? Because they're flash frozen right from harvest. But I digress. So the third one is restriction, So as soon as we go into a restriction mindset of I'm, you know, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm not going to eat sweets, I'm going to give up sugar, I'm going to just have fruits and vegetables and have proteins and I'm not going to eat anything outside of this plan that I've got. Maybe I downloaded a new meal plan or picked up a new book. This is what I'm going to do. So as soon as we decide that, our brain says, hmm, okay, well, that means when you eat that thing that you really want, I am going to make it taste like 10,000 times better than it actually does because I really want you to have that food because that food gives us satisfaction. It, you know, gives you comfort, whatever it gives you, the brain knows and it wants you to feel good. So that's what happens when people get into restriction. It actually changes that brain chemistry, makes us think about food more, and makes us crave those things. And then the example that I give often, and just yesterday I had a client saying, oh, yes, yes, that is me, is once we allow ourselves to have that food that we've restricted, then that food, like I said, it's like 10,000 times better than it is. 
when studies show it's usually within the first couple bites of food that we actually get what we're looking for. But that's why you plan to eat one cookie and then you realize that you've finished off the whole package before you even know what's happening. Because that restriction and that change in how our, our the reward center in the brain is working. So that's where the magic... Sorry, my alarm went off. That's where the magic of intuitive eating comes in because all food is food and it's all an equal playing field, right? doesn't mean that we're going to give in and just eat whatever we want all the time. It means we're going to listen to our body and we're going to eat food that feels good. And sometimes we're going to eat because food presents itself, not because we're physically hungry, but we're going to be more in tune with our hunger and fullness cues. So a common misconception, you know, when I talk to people about intuitive eating versus restrictive calorie, you know, based eating, they're afraid if they have the cookies in the house, they're going to eat the whole package. That may happen. But over time, as we allow that food to be there and allow that food to just be food, we'll see ourselves stop going to eat it because maybe we don't we realize we don't really want it or we're tired of having it. So at first when you bring in food that you haven't, you know, forbidden food that you haven't allowed, you may want to eat it every day. But over time that habituation process happens and that craving for doing that or that desire goes away. Another example of that which a client reflected back to me yesterday was I was explaining this reward pathway in the brain. They were like, yeah, oh yeah, we've had chips in the house forever. But it wasn't until I'm like, okay, I'm going back on my plan and I'm going to, you know, keep things in check that those cravings for the chips came back. Automatic feedback from the body, right? Your body is so smart. So if you relate to these, let me know if you need any help. You can book a free joyful eating call um, through my website. I'll put it in the show notes as well. But that's where I'm going to help you identify that one thing to get you started on your intuitive eating journey. And it might not be what you think. It might not be, you know, step one in the principles of intuitive eating. I'm able to kind of see what are you doing You know, maybe you're not eating enough, so we're going to work on that first. Maybe you're not getting enough sleep, so we'll look at that. That reward pathway, maybe that's the problem. So as you can see, like from not eating enough, not getting enough sleep, and not allowing ourselves to have different foods and enjoy food, those things all set us up to have cravings. So we don't have to have cravings. They don't have to be running the show. We can take back control But that comes with trusting our body and trusting that our body is going to do what it needs to do. And we just need to learn to listen and hear that feedback and respond to those hunger and fullness cues. So that's it for today. It's a short one. I hope you guys enjoy this. If you have any questions, let me know. If you have a friend that might enjoy this, share it with them. And I will talk to you next time. And that's it for today's episode of Healthy Mompreneurs Get Wealthy Podcast with Kathy Richards, RD. If you found this helpful and you have a friend who may also find it useful, please feel free to share it with them. And don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast player because every month I choose one lucky reviewer and they get a free 60-minute one-on-one intensive where I help you identify 
the one thing holding you back from your health and wellness goals. Curious about intuitive eating? Ready to have more joyful eating without the guilt? Then go to my website and click on the link to book a free 30-minute call where I'll walk you through the first step.